Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. You know, in every season of marriage, God gives you opportunities to bless your spouse, and you should do so even without expecting anything in return. Now, that may sound difficult, but with God's help, it's possible, and it really is something you should be striving for. I'm John Fuller, joined by uh, the couple who runs our marriage department here at Focus on the Family, Greg and Erin Smalley. And Greg, why is it dangerous for us to come into marriage expecting certain things from my spouse without uh, just giving freely. The, the problem is, is what happens when you don't feel you're getting what you deserve or what you want. So if my whole goal is that Aaron needs to meet my needs and it, that creates all kinds of expectations. So what happens when she, as a human, when she's not doing that, or maybe there's something going on in her life and she's not available. Maybe she's exhausted, has nothing to give. So if my definition of, of a good, healthy, strong marriage is that she's meeting my needs, she's giving me what, what I deserve. Mm -hmm. The problem is when that isn't happening. And I promise you there will be many times seasons perhaps when that's not happening. I mean, there's been times that that Aaron has been going through something. I think about the death of her mom. Aaron wasn't available. Aaron gave everything that she had to to journeying with her mother as mm -hmm. her mother went to be with the Lord. Well, that, so if if I'm going, well, guy, I'll sell, I'm not getting anything. So why am I even in this marriage? You know, sadly, John, we we know a young couple that that's exactly. What's going on for them? They're, this the, the young man has asked for divorce because basically he's not getting what, what he believes that he deserves, how he should be treated, what his needs aren't being met. I didn't sign up for this, and so I'm out of here. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem was he didn't say anything. So this poor young bride, she had no idea that, that he was getting frustrated yeah. and his lack of speaking up ultimately created resentment and bitterness and his heart hardened. And now he's going, yeah, I'm done. I'll go find someone else who will meet those needs. That never works. Hmm. That is such a poor goal to pursue. It yeah. just, it's impossible. You'll never get what you want if, if that's what you're striving and for. And that is a sad example of expectations and seeking to get, not give. So uh, let that be kind of a warning sign for you. Now, Jim Daly had a really good conversation with Gary Thomas. He's a pastor, a writer, a thinker, a Christian thinker with some really great insights. Here's a conversation in which Gary shared a goal that every couple can and should strive for. Gary, uh, couples are struggling. It could be a man or a woman. They want to put something into action right now. You've hit them with the two by four. This is their moment. Okay. But they need to know what do I do next to make this a reality? Couple things. Some will sound very practical, some will sound very spiritual, but you put them together. I think it's a fairly decent recipe for relational intimacy in marriage. First thing is, if you want to increase the level of intimacy, increase the level of honesty. We've got to stop with the secrets. We hold things back rather than recognizing that we're fallen people who need to be saved by God's grace and transformed by God's grace. We hide from each other and, and you can't, grow in intimacy with someone you're, you're hiding from. And that's a simple exercise. I'm really hurting over this. Instead of like the prosecuting attorney, why don't you do this? Say, look, I'm, I'm really hurting over this, or I'm frustrated over this, or I'm struggling in this. 
honesty can do so much for a marriage. And yet, I think as guys, Jim, it's what we often run from most. Mm. I had an episode when uh, my son's fiance, was still his fiance before she was his wife, we met him for dinner at a restaurant in Houston. I was coming from work. My wife was coming from home. It was in November, one of the few cold nights in in, in Houston. And my son and his soon-to-be wife was there, and then I was there, and Lisa came in late, and then she scooched right up and just kind of grabbed my arm and squeezed in. And, and I said, ooh, are you cold? And Lisa said, no, I haven't seen him all day. I just, I just really miss him. I was like, oh. And here's the thing. I felt like a king because here's my wife at the end of the day saying, I can't wait to get back together with Gary. If I was living a life of deception, I would feel threatened by that act rather than feeling that as an intimate act. I'd be thinking she loves me because she doesn't know about X. She respects me because she hasn't found out about Y or Z. Mm -hmm. 